it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. Right, this is fascinating. We're going to venture into the world of style, personal style clothes, things like that. And um, I'm really looking forward to this chat because I have, I, have a few, um, I have a few mental barriers when it comes to this <laughs> subject, which I think makes for a really interesting conversation. So yeah. I'm so glad that I'm talking to somebody who I know will enter into this conversation perfectly. And it is Tracy Hooper, who is, and I'm going to actually quote her LinkedIn uh, headline because we've just talked about this and like me she's been in tears over trying to get it right <laughs> uh, yeah. nightmare. but it is it's beautifully simple Tracy helps professional women curate a style that helps them look great stand out and make an impact in online meetings very relevant at this moment Tracy's also, by the way, a tutor at the London College of Style, so she really knows her stuff, and um, she's a lovely human being. Hi, Tracy. <laughs> Thank you, Tricia. Thank you very much for that lovely welcome, <laughs> and I'm very happy to be here. That's a pleasure. Um, no, seriously, this is a very interesting conversation, and it is, of course. Have you found um, a sort of upsurge of a particular kind of engagement and interest since the the COVID-19 situation. Yes, yes, I have. It, just all about video and, you know, how do you, not, not only looking good on video, but um, I've actually been asked about um, etiquette for virtual meetings as well, which isn't my area of expertise, but I kind of, it kind of overlaps somewhat. So I've done a little bit of it. So yes, I have had a lot of interest in that side of things and far less interest in, the whole body styling because actually people are wearing their trackies on their bottom half <laughs> that's fine <laughs> exactly exactly even as yeah. we speak i have nothing on my feet at all there you I'm go and my feet are not a pretty sight so uh, <laughs> but we don't need to style my feet at all um, no i think no. this is a whole fascinating new world well, it's not new but it's people are now yeah. more clicked into it and um and and clearly, I guess a lot of us in the lockdown sort of phase of this got used to being fairly, as you say, very casual and yes. getting up and putting the same stuff on. Well, yes. I mean, you just, you're not going anywhere or got seeing anybody. You're just comfy, aren't you? I mean, even as a stylist, I did that. Now I would, I would dress up the top half when I was going on a Zoom call. But yeah, trackies on the bottom, comfy. Yeah. And in fact, I have, do have a funny story, actually. Last week... Um, I actually met up yesterday with some people in real life, 3D people. Yeah, I know. Um, and we did a co-working session. And this time last week, I looked at myself and I thought, hmm, I'm not ready for being seen in public. <laughs> I need to do some work. <laughs> so I had to do a bit of, bit of grooming and tidying up and maintenance to make myself presentable for this week. <laughs> grooming, tidying up and maintenance. I love it. It's like a garden, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Talking of which, actually, Tracy is sat in her garden and it's a gorgeous scene. And you're in Crowthorne. Yes, in Berkshire. Yeah. Thank you. Because when I saw Crowthorne, I suddenly thought, and I hadn't got time to look it up on Google, I thought, I have no idea where Crowthorne is. Yes, Berkshire. Between uh, people might know Reading, Windsor, obviously most people know where Windsor is. I'm about half an hour west of Windsor. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. We won't discuss the Queen's personal style at the moment. Well, I could talk about her for a long time, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, very interesting. Now, what, what she is an example of, I suppose, is somebody who is pretty much stuck with a style for yep. a long time. A long time. Yeah, she's stuck with a style that works for her. She always looks, um, um, you know, I know people have different opinions of the royal family and we won't go into that, but in terms of her presentation of herself, she always looks immaculate, doesn't she? Mm -hmm. And um, always appropriate for her age, you know, over the years, 
um, as you say, she found her style and she's, she's worked with it. And it just, it, it's brilliant. It works really well. Um, and actually, if that, that's part of that is something that is one of my passions, um, which actually I'm delving off on a tangent here, but um, is your personality. And there is a style personality that each of us have. And uh, the queen obviously knows what hers is and represents herself very well through her clothing, which I think is just brilliant. I, I d don't worry about going off on that tangent because that to me is absolutely blinking fascinating style yeah. and personality and so I'm you know I'm, I'm approaching 63 and so I, Ooh, I, I would that, never have guessed that <laughs> Tracy bang on cue um, <laughs> by the way anyone who doesn't respond with that when I say it you're in big trouble um, so, but it the reason I mention it is because that means that I've gone through, you know, I've gone through the 70s, the 80s, yeah. um, the 90s. And not, so not only have I gone through lots of fashion style evolution, but I've also obviously gone through my personal journey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and we do change over our life, uh, lifetimes, but I, uh, lifetimes, lives, yes, that's the right way of saying it, isn't yeah. it? Um, I do, um, yes, one of the things that I, I, really love about my job and the styling is that um and a lot of people don't kind of go down this route and i think it's a real shame they kind of focus on shapes and styles and colors but actually there's a wealth of stuff that you can do to represent your personality which in business particularly is really helpful because we want to business is about relationship isn't it we all know that these days and about helping people to get to know us and to like us and then hopefully you know go on to trust us enough to work with us well the, the first part of that process is is know and like and you can actually do a lot of that work through your clothing um, by just wearing clothing that represents who you are as well as your business you know there's quite a few different bits to sort of pull together but the personality bit is representing who you are through your clothing um, and I love that side of things it's yeah. really interesting how did you um backtracking slightly because I'm going to definitely come back to that because that <laughs> is right on topic um so how did you get into this in the first place? Was this a sort of, you know, I, I, I always wanted to be a stylist when I was a little girl thing? Or Well, actually not far off, to be fair. But um, there is a very, there's a very definite story that led me here. So I was always interested in fashion. I used to make my own clothes from the age of 11. I made my first outfit. And um, I, I have no idea what sparked that interest. It wasn't like my mother did it or anything like that. But I really wanted to make this outfit. So she helped me. Um, and then that started a lifelong love of dressmaking which I carried on all my life actually I still dressmake um, and then in and actually I wanted to go to college and do it but it was is in the days when you know that was a bit of a risky um, risky profession to go into fashion design you know all that sort of stuff so I was steered in a much safer direction um, which is a shame but there you go that's what happened um, and then in my 20s or 20s or 30s, very early 30s, I'd had children. And after the third child, I had a very, very severe depression. Um, I was hospitalized at one point. Um, and, you know, I don't want to I don't want to bore people with that. Don't want to make a big deal of it. But, you know, I was pretty seriously ill and had a lot of people trying to help me to get out of that, including psychiatrists and counsellors and all sorts. But, you know, the one person who made the biggest difference was a friend of mine took me to see a personal stylist. And um, I had been kind of wanting to be so inconspicuous and so self-conscious that I was wearing dark baggy clothing just to want to disappear. Um, and the stylist helped me to realize what kind of colors and styles suited me. And she talked about the personality thing, um, which was when I was first introduced to it. And from that moment, knowing it made such a big difference, I kind of felt like, okay, I can wear clothes that I feel confident in and I don't mind people seeing me because I know that they look good and they suit me. And that was the biggest difference to me getting out of this depression. Now that makes it all sound a little bit trite and I don't mean it that way. It was a, it was a long process, but that, was, that had the biggest impact. And so I wanted to, from that moment, I wanted to do that for other people. Um, and it took me another 11 years before I was able to train because um, I had very young children and, you know, various constraints on me um so yes another i think it was 11 years later anyway something around that i finally got to train as a stylist and um 
have enjoyed it ever since. So it kind of is that story of I always wanted to do this as a child because I've always been interested in fashion and clothes right from when I was 11 and I made that first outfit for myself. So yeah, my little story. (laughs) It's a fabulous story. Oh my gosh, there's so much in there. And I mean, we, you know, because we, we can all relate to that in our own stories. There's, there's usually a something probably from a long way back, even although we might not even realize it. And then, and then there's usually something that triggers an extra kind of urge to do something. And when it's this very personal um, transformational moment, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And there's nothing trite about that at all. I mean, yes. Um, uh, yeah, I, my, I my, just my, yeah, yeah. I don't want I, to trivialize how serious depression is. Um, is no, it no, is. And, <laughs> no, absolutely not. And this was what's postpartum de- depression. Is that what it's called? Well, it wasn't actually. It was slightly more complicated than that. It was triggered by the birth of a baby, right. but it wasn't actually postnatal. Right. Um, right. It was. Yeah. I think they called it reactive. So it, yeah. it, I, I, I was going to. It was going to happen at any time, at some point. At some yeah. Point. Yeah. yeah yeah no no i i um that, that's that will i know there'll be people out there who will yeah this. Um, and it was all related to low self-esteem and low self-confidence yes, so, yes yeah, yeah absolutely and yeah and I, it's it's funny because i remember here's a funny little story for you um sorry listeners we're going off on one but stories <laughs> are good stories, stories are lovely like stories mm. so when i was about uh i don't know 19 um something like that i I'd, I'd left school I'd gone to art school like you uh, by the way how often does this story come up I was steered in a safer direction <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh um yeah. it might be partly generational as well I think so yeah. yeah yeah but you know I wanted to go to drama school uh, weirdly I, I the art school was sort of a slightly safer than drama school but <laughs> Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I um I left drums uh, art school because it wasn't really where I should have been, and I got a job um which I felt quite good about because oh look I'm earning money. It was in mother care in yeah. Guildford. There we go. Um, but one day I just thought I want to reinvent myself. I because I I had low self esteem and I sort of lived in this kind of strange bubble for quite a long. Anyway. I went into what were then called boutiques. Yep. And I put, I can remember to this day the outfit that I tried on. And I, in my head, thought, that's it. I'm going to go up to London. I mean, this is very immature at 19 to be thinking about this. I'm going to go up to London and be a model. Um, that that was it. That was my thought. Uh, I mean, I was tall. I, you know, I yeah. was so aware that I was, you know, I, yep. I was kind of all together in certain ways. So I thought, that's it. <laughs> And I put this outfit on and I literally took on this kind of power of, yes, I'm going to yeah. London, I'm leaving home, I'm off to my... But anyway, it didn't actually work out like that. I did go to London, but not to become a model. But the reason I share the story is because the power of, of putting this clothing on and the mental connection with something in me that was trying to get out yes um, it wasn't necessarily a budding model but it but something which was I think a a, a sort of break for independence something yes. like that and that was all through this clothing isn't that yeah. It is amazing, actually, and you've reminded me of another little story. So that my safe direction that I went into was I went into nursing and I went to London to do my nursing. And um, I was in, incredibly shy, I mean, painfully shy, would not speak to anybody. And we used to have a class session in between the practical sessions in this nursing. And in the school's bit, if I was asked to speak, I can remember wanting to curl up and die. I did not want to speak in this class. Please, please don't ask me. Please don't ask me. You know, it's just, it was excruciating. And yet I could go onto the wards and I put my uniform on and I kind of, I could do the job. I could go and speak to people and I could do what needed doing because this uniform made me into the person I needed to be to go out and do the job. So it's, it, is, it is amazing how powerful clothing can be. And maybe that was a part of my, you know, yeah. story of wanting to be a stylist was because uh, I had that personal experience of putting, putting on this persona, as, if you like, as well as the actual clothes. Now, that, another absolutely 
blinking amazing story and it and there's and we can't go into this in the space of a podcast but i'm just going to throw in there the idea of alter egos which some people get a bit oh. weird about they say oh oh well, does that mean you're pretending that's not good is it you're faking and i say no 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 it's 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 not a fake thing it's a being able to take on some extra element yeah. of you and and it's like going into a phone box and coming out as wonder woman or yes something. you know the, it, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah it's it is like that there's, yeah there's nothing wrong with that there is nothing no. wrong with that and however just a, very briefly i do remember a point where i definitely used clothes in order to take on a persona but the persona was not me and therefore mm. the whole thing didn't work or it didn't yeah. work mentally for me so this was actually we're in the business world now because this was many many years ago um and i went to a networking event and i went once and i felt just like you felt in those classes oh my god yeah. i can't because people think of me as kind of extrovert but I've got quite a lot of introvert me and I just and, yeah. me, and there's a shyness in there there's all sorts of stuff yeah. going on. like like we're human so yes. I'm there thinking I don't fit in I don't fit in um and wanting to disappear so I then thought no give it another go so I went back pretending because after all I am an actor very brave. pretending to be um the people that I saw who were very confident there so I, right. I, I power dressed basically yeah heels which you know and and all of that kind of and a jacket with a blah, blah, blah. and i went in and i did our shoulder pads probably <laughs> and i was thrusting my business card into everybody's <laughs> hands and i was you know like this. but and and then i came away as if coming off stage yeah um but i felt awful because i thought well i don't oh. i don't really care what happens or doesn't happen as a result of that but i feel horrible oh, no. and so yeah because mm. i'd be very very counter my yeah. what i i just i just been pretending and there's there's a thin there's a fine line between yeah. taking on a bit of an alter ego uh, a slight faking it till you make it kind of thing that you can do which is really healthy yeah. and where it tips over into something which becomes like you've just betrayed your very soul Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think authenticity, I mean, you know, I can teach people to dress in whatever the way they want to, to be a persona that they're not if they want to, but actually that's not helping anybody. It's, you've got to be authentic and yes, dress. So it's not about, it's not about being a pretending and being fake, but you can dress for where you want to be and that's okay. That's healthy. So if you dress sort of one step up from where you are, then you kind of become that person who's one step up from where you are and that's good that's progress that's challenging and moving out of your comfort zone but you're still being yourself yes yes and it's that congruence as well isn't it so you know i can remember at times when i was in my 20s thinking oh all i need to do is go and buy some kind of leather briefcase and a fancy watch and i'll be a successful businesswoman yeah. <laughs> um, it's like it was so non-connected up to anything about yeah. me and my passions and my whatever whatever yeah. it was just like a, i was i thought well if i stick this thing on i'll become one of those people and that's where yeah. it goes kind of a bit that that's not, yeah. not quite the way we get so let's no but we're used now. to that because that's where advertising yeah. comes in Ugh. isn't it yeah oh, don't yeah exactly another whole oh. rabbit hole <laughs> oh. um it's funny because I come from an era where there were magazines that used to do this whole kind of style thing and you used to sort of, it was like a sort of template thing. You, say, you know, are you one of these kind of people or one of these kind of people? Now, yeah. so when we talk about personality style, yeah. um, how do you even begin to work with somebody on that? Um, well, I, I actually use quite a simple process now but there's obviously a lot behind it. So there's simple, it's a simple questionnaire, like eight or nine questions, I think it is. Um, and it's asking what their, what their preference is. You know, are they more drawn to this kind of shoe or this kind of shoe? Are they more drawn to, um, it, and it's not all about clothes, you know, it's about words that resonate um, and different things like that. And we pull it all, to, it's even about your hair, you know, are you fussy about your hair does it have to be neat and tidy or is it all over the place and you know and all of that is indicating your personality so we ask all of those questions add it up and then more often not you know like you said earlier that we we work with humans and humans are complex and very rarely fit in neat 
boxes and that's good because that make, that's what makes us individual I like that so it's rare that somebody fits totally into one box there may be a little bit of an influence of another personality but let me give you some <clears throat> examples to help you, you the people listening to kind of get what I'm talking about I'm going to go back to the royal family actually so um, uh, the Duchess of uh, what's her name Cambridge Kate um, most people will recognize her style as very classic you know very simple lines quite tailored um, neat and tidy not much fuss or um, accessorizing you know very that that is a classic personality um, and the good thing about a classic personality is they can do business and formal things very well they find it more difficult to do more casual and actually if you look at Kate on some of her more casual occasions it doesn't really quite kind of quite work you know she she does it but it, it just doesn't look like really her so that's a classic and then you've got um there's the, the, i won't go through all of them but you've got a dramatic personality um now i think kim kardashian very dramatic in the way she dresses very uh look at me you know out stand out of always going to get noticed in a crowd that's a dramatic kind of personality and then you've got your naturals who are um, as it says, natural, like natural fibres like to be comfortable, um, more likely to wear pearls and wooden accessories, but probably not very much, very girl next door kind of look. Um, and they're very good at the casual, but they struggle to go into the more formal. Um, so there's pluses and minuses to all of them. Um, I am a romantic personality, so I like very girly things. I'm, I'm all about pearls and lace and pretty and lots of accessories. Um, and you know, I'm very comfortable in that. But when I had to start going out and actually promoting my business and go to, I went into business networking as well, um, had a similar experience, didn't really like it very much the first time, avoided it for a few years and then thought I've got to try again. Um, and I found it really difficult, and I was a stylist at the time, to try and figure out a look for myself that was going to work, but still be taken seriously in business. And it's too, my, my style is too girly and pretty, pretty to be taken seriously in business. So I've had to work out what my look is going to be. So that's a little bit about the personalities, you know, like a very whistle-stop tour through them. But it kind of gives you an idea of how you can express who you are and let people get to know you by the way you dress. I love that. No, I love that. That that makes complete sense to me. Now, that you, you've mentioned people who are well known, and actually, I started saying a while ago, um, Emma Thompson. Okay, I was yes. saying, right, Emma Thompson. That's my look. I've decided. Yes, I want to just look like Emma Thompson. Um, now the next pro so so in many respects, after many many years and evolving as we all do, I've kind of figured. Um, one thing I say, which is so weird, uh, you you might fall off your chair. <laughs> when I put a dress on, I feel like a man in drag. Oh no, <laughs> that's not a good look. That's not what you want. <laughs> that's not because I'm actually wearing like a fancy performing outfit. It is purely the act of putting a dress on because yep. because for some reason. I just don't feel right in dresses. No. Um, I happen to be wearing something today purely for the practicality of it being hot. Um, yeah. And so, you know, but I, I, it's not my, it's not my choice. So no. it's a feeling, it's quite a deep feeling, isn't it? When you it put is. something on that's... Yeah, it is. And, and you know, there's the, the great thing about these personalities is once you understand it and understand where you fit, I don't know what your personality is. We could do that very easily if you want to. But um, the, then you know that it's okay that dresses don't work for you. That's not your personality. But this style over here will work really well for you and you'll feel like you and you'll feel comfortable and you'll feel um, you know, well, well presented and all of that sort of thing. So it is really, really important. I wear dresses a lot, but then I'm a romantic. Yes. I'm a girly yeah, girl. And you look great. So, you, yeah, absolutely. So it's like it's not for everybody, you know, it's 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 but it, what's important is finding what's right for you so that you feel great. Like my my look says, you know, you want to feel great, know that you look amazing, stand out, you know, all of those things. And and for everybody that's it's different and which mm. is what makes it so fascinating to do what I do. Some people, yes, absolutely. Some people have um, quite signature, almost um, signature 
yeah. they, they've almost like basically some people I would say brand themselves. Now, yeah. I mean, I go, I'm go, thinking of a woman a long, long time ago that I knew in where I lived, this little place, and she was an older woman, and she always wore a red berry and green um, jacket. It, it was always red and green, red and green, red and green, yeah. um, and that was we all knew that was herself. Now I can also think of people in the business world who wear their brand colour, for instance, yes. or fancy waistcoat yeah. or whatever, whatever yes. it is, um, or little bow tie. Now, is there a danger? I always think there's a danger in that because you okay. are, how do you evolve? There is actually somebody locally who has such a, a, such a branded look. And I think, but how do you live um, outside yeah. of this you know what do you do when you go home what do you do at the weekends what, what are you worried that somebody might see you in normal clothes yes or, and yeah. and also do you not feel mentally slightly stuck in time if you do that yes i mean actually it's, it's something that i talk to people a lot about um and actually people are really interested in this and i've been on podcasts talking about it a few times because it is a fascinating subject and i think you're absolutely right. There's a plus to it, but there's also, a, a, you know, a negative side to it. Um, I could mention a few people who I know stick to their brand colours and they always wear their brand colours. Now, whether they do out of work, I don't know. But when I see them in the online business space, they are always wearing their brand colours. The great thing about that is it makes them very recognisable. And when people see them, they know what they represent because they that, that there comes that association, you know, and that that is a good personal brand you know people have worked really hard on that i know somebody who wears orange and purple um all the time she wears orange and purple orange and purple together or separately she looks amazing absolutely amazing and she's very recognizable personally i couldn't do that i'd feel too restricted um now i do tend to stick to roughly my colors because i like them and i wear them but i wouldn't feel like i've i've got to wear them every time i'm I would feel really restricted by that but you know a good but it doesn't have to be just colors it can be a style that you kind of tend to stick to it can be um i was talking to somebody recently a client and she wanted to create a signature look she was um, a social media strategist and uh, so very creative you know media type person she her her general look was uh, jeans uh, you know smart converses or sneakers and a, a pretty top but there was nothing stand out about it. She liked signature, uh, sorry, neutral colors. So didn't stand out. She wanted something that made her stand out. But, but I like what she, what she did. You know, it, it suited her and it suited her, her, her business. Um, so we tried to sort of work around trying to find something. And she, she eventually said she liked the color coral. And so she was going to try and incorporate something coral, even just her nails, or a scarf or a bag or just and a little bit of gold as well gold's her brand colors so you know it doesn't have to be restrictive and like it's you know you've only got to wear these colors all the time that would restrict a lot of people myself included i wouldn't want to do that um, but you know this is the nice thing about working with people with human beings it's like working with what they are comfortable i know somebody else who always had she was very quirky very creative personality which is another one of the personalities um and she always always had a watering can shaped handbag with her and she had these handbags in about 20 different colors i think but always had one and you know very stand out very signature look but it doesn't mean you're restricted to wearing something in particular you know a particular color that yeah yeah so and there's that, loads of ways you can do it oh, i love it i love it this is it is it's way more fascinating than i actually thought which is which is great because you've yeah. used me um so here's a practical problem yep. so take for instance i've said right so i'm I'm going with Emma Thompson. Okay. So, yeah. you know, I love the way she looks. There's, there's a slight um, androgyny about it, which yes. I think is me. Okay. Yep. There we go. Listeners, you've learned something about me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's good to learn about people. We like to know about people. <laughs> um, yeah. Virginia Woolf, you know. So um, here we are with also the lovely little cute pixie haircut and uh, the flat shoes. And I love the yeah. fact that she, when she got her, ob or whatever from the queen she wore fancy Flats. trainers yeah i just think it's oh that's yep. awesome she was um, being authentic it's good yes absolutely
but of course always looks smart and clean and you know tailored and lovely and there's this designer sort of feel about so close so for me I've now got a problem because I'm thinking yeah right and I bet that outfit however simple it looks probably costs about 600 quid so yeah um so where and some probably yeah so the practical thing now of saying right well I I figured out yeah I I figured out my style I want to go with that but do you know what I've no no idea where to go and get it um the the first thing i would say is it's it's great to have style icons and to look to them uh, you know for inspiration but she won't her style might appeal to you and there will be aspects of it that are right for you but you're you you're different and you know you need to find your particular things to express um so i wouldn't say it's ever a good idea to sort of i mean and you know the people who are popular their dresses that they wear sell out in seconds don't they but i personally don't think that's a great way forward i think it's much better to find out who you are and to express you and to do that in your own way rather than just go and buy an outfit because we've all done that we've all done it i've done it myself i've seen an outfit on somebody gone famous or not but you know i've seen an outfit on somebody gone out and bought it and never worn it because actually every time i put it on i just think oh it doesn't really work for me so you know there's other things that will come into play there other than just that kind of personality that's one aspect but her body shape could be very different to yours so that outfit just might not be flattering for you so uh, that would be the first thing i would say is don't go and just copy somebody else because there will be other parts of that person that are not right for you and won't work for you and you can waste a lot of money doing things like that which you know i'm not i i'm very much i've just started talking about it actually on my social media platforms that i think people expect when they work with a stylist that they're going to have to chuck out the whole wardrobe and buy a whole new one that's not the way i work i'm not i i'm i've not gone very far down the whole sustainable fashion thing but I'm certainly an advocate of buying the right things for you that are going to work for you for a good long while so that then you're not throwing them away in next season because you're bored with them Mm. and buying something new so I think it's much more about finding out how who you are and all aspects of that color style shape personality your business pulling it all together and creating a look for you that's going to represent all of you rather than just one bit that you've picked from somebody else that you like does that make sense yeah it does and you actually offer um a sort of almost a little cataloguey thing don't you i do yeah yes i've got a, a platform i've created it's probably my proudest thing in my business i've created a platform where that just works brilliantly for my clients so if i supposing i was to work with you and i went you know we decided what you were going to do i'd go shopping for you and i can then create on this platform um things that I found for you in the stores. This is talking about shopping, having said we don't do too much there, but you know, we use your own clothes as well. But if I find things for you in the stores, you then have access to this platform on your phone or on the laptop or wherever you are. And you can just click through and buy with just one click straight through to the store and buy the item. So, you know, in the past, before we had all this sort of technology, it would be a question of gathering images, putting them on a document and putting links that you hoped worked. (laughs) Sometimes they didn't. And, you know, your client has then got to go and try and find these things for themselves. Whereas this is much better. And then I can also, you know, you could photograph your clothes that we've decided are working for you, put them up in the platform, and then I can create a lookbook for you for whatever you need your looks for. It can be all sorts of things. You know, I'm, I can, that's, that's up to me how I do it. So we could do it for business. We could do it for pleasure. We could do it for holiday. We could do it for whatever you wanted it to be. I've done cruises for people and put together daytime excursions, daytime on the boat, formal evenings captain's table evenings and you know put together these different looks for each yeah. of those occasions so yeah that, yeah that, that's 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 interesting um are you, do you like the word capsule wardrobe i i do and i don't um it's it's a great philosophy and a great th- sort of thought of where to where to start but i the capsule wardrobes that you'll google and find online are too generic So again, they're not going to work necessarily for you. You know, people tend to put capsule wardrobes together of neutral colors um, and, you know, a white shirt, a black pair of trousers, you know, three, three basic tees, you know, that sort of thing. Well, that sort of style isn't going to work for everybody. It's never worked for me. 
Um, so I would do capsules for you, but tailored capsules mm -hmm. to your, so we might do a capsule wardrobe of your business clothes and sort of say, right, we're going to start with uh, three pairs of trousers or three dresses, and then we're going to work out, you know, a number of outfits from there. And that's what I, that's kind of what I like to do. It's like kind of a speciality is having a minimal number of pieces, but accessorizing them in different ways so that each piece works for you and serves you well and you get maximum value per wear out of it over a number of years. So yes. That, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Abs absolutely. I, I approve of that. And, and it's funny, you just, you, you know, you're, you're saying business wardrobe, business wardrobe. Now, you know, some of us yeah. kind of, um, that tend to go up towards the sort of purist sort of um, some kind of weird, um, I must be me um, yep. place in the head Well, you know, that there is a weird sort of, um, uh, barrier when it comes to this because you think look look I'm me take take me as I am or yeah, forget yeah. Me, if you don't but actually I, I I know that 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 that's not quite the way forward because this is about in in exactly the same way as I talk to clients about tweaking things to do with their communication you know yes. that strong warm balance and all those kind of things this is the same thing it's a, it it's a tweaking for the situation so it you is. know so i you know so wearing a jacket if you're into jackets you know just but over a fairly reasonably casual t-shirt that, that's yep. a that's a little tweak isn't it and it and is have to do it because like it or lump it and you you so know this tracy we <laughs> make instant judgment we do we do yeah and i know a lot of people really dislike this being talked about and think you know we shouldn't be judgmental and you know to some extent they're right but we are all human and we can't help that we're human. And one of our instincts is to make an instant judgment. And it goes back thousands and thousands of years to when we were living out in caves and, you know, something's coming at you from across on the horizon. You've got to make a quick decision about whether that is friendly or whether you need to run. So that's where it comes from. Now, obviously we don't have those kind of, well, most of us don't have those kind of stresses on us on a day-to-day -day basis, but that human instinct is still there to make that instant judgment about whether this is safe. Do I like this person? But actually we make thousands of judgments. You wouldn't believe the number of judgments we make, you know, whether we like them are they married how much money they earn you know what sort of house they live in it's incredible the things that we decide in those less than three seconds that when we first meet somebody so I understand that people don't like it and don't want to they kind of can't go with that whole that's the way I'm going to be judged I'm going to dress as I want to dress and that's fine that's authentic you know that's that's good if that's where you are but there are other people who want to be very aware of that first impression and there are times when it really matters there's times when it really doesn't but there are times when it really matters so you know if it doesn't matter then fine don't worry about it but if it really does matter and you know i'm going back to business again you know if you're trying to you're meeting a potential client for the first time or you're having a meeting with a corporate company who are thinking about you working with you it does matter. It, does. it really does matter. No, it does. And so yeah. it really, so use, really does. Yeah. use it to, to help you and don't worry about it when it, it doesn't help exactly. you. It's kind I of think, my thinking. Think, yeah, you, you said that really well, Tracy. And I think the thing is that as long as you're doing it for the right reasons and consciously, then you are in control of that situation. So it's not like something that's being foisted upon you that's no. impure and, and betraying your soul. You, you are doing it quite deliberately. You're saying, yes, I'm putting this, uh, this particular jacket on because I know this is going to look very professional for this particular meeting, or I know this person will react well because they're a particularly smart person and they go blah, 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 blah. So I'm doing yeah. this very consciously. I'm not betraying my very soul. Well, no, exactly. And you can still, you can still be you even within that. And in fact, one of the questions that you asked me in advance of this, um, this uh, podcast interview was about um, should we dress for who we are? and always stick to that no matter the circumstances or should we dress for the situation or the people or whatever that we're going to and i think um i had a little saying a number of years ago and i've kind of held on to it that we should dress for comfort the comfort of the person that we're meeting so yeah 
I know it's a different way of looking at it, isn't it? So if you're going into, I mean, I had a meeting with a corporate client a, num, uh, a couple of weeks ago about potentially working with them. I did a bit of research into the company, how formal they were. I was only meeting them virtually, obviously, but um, how formal they were, whether I should dress formally, whether I should just, you know, I'm at home, we're all at home. How formally do I dress in that situation? And um, it, it looks like they were quite a traditional sort of company and stuck to sort of traditional business values so I did put a jacket on for the sake of the meeting yes. at home now I don't wear jackets all that often but I wanted to show them that I respect who they are and that you know this is a big deal and I wanted to respect their values as a as a brand and as a company so I did dress to their for their comfort I love that expression. I absolutely love it. And it's a little bit like in communication, it's very similar to rapport building, uh, yeah. remembering things like mirror neurons, you know, and that, yeah. that you don't, it's not that you impersonate the other person and suddenly no. become every, you know, you copy every single movement that they're making with their body and all the rest of it. Yeah. But you, you pick up the vibe and you just adjust slightly to exactly. that vibe. Yeah. yeah. And even if you even if you've got to dress smarter for an occasion and it's not you to normally dress smartly, that's okay. Do do you, as the as the youngsters say these days, do you, but just tweak, you know, you said it yourself, just tweak it slightly to make sure that it fits and you know in those sorts of like with me with that corporate client i wanted to be accepted i wanted them to like me i wanted them to want to work with me yeah. so you know it's worth making a little bit of effort to yeah. to enable that process and help it along a yeah, bit quicker that, that's that's the reward and i mean yeah. we could do a whole nother episode on things like um body art and stuff like that but we won't because that's <laughs> another episode i don't start um i, I know another one to... there's another one that you might be interested in and that's we haven't even touched on it is color psychology oh yes oh yes oh, well, i love a bit of color psychology <laughs> yeah i mean where do you st oh I yeah there's loads but yeah, I can tell you this, I have just taken a very expensive dress to a local charity shop. Um, I, to be fair, I did try selling it on eBay, but <laughs> nobody, nobody took it up and it was too much faff. And I thought, do you know what? Just take it. Some yep. of the people love this. It was Hobbs. It was yep. bloody expensive, but it was a dress and it was red. Okay, now somebody I know had said when I was feeling a bit low, a bit yeah. sort of, I was, it was at the early stage of setting up my business. I was all a bit sort of all over the place. And they said, Treasure, you're a dynamic person. Go buy a red dress. Yeah. So I, so I had this voice in my head. Why about, yes, yes, red dress. Here we go. Woo. I wore it once. I hated every <laughs> minute of wearing it. Oh, no. Uh, and I never wore it again. And uh, fundamentally, red, however much I might be a dynamic person or whatever we want to say, red is... 100% not my color no um no. but how do you so that to me was an instinctive feeling that I didn't feel right in red but but how do you get inside somebody's head in the first place with that with with the um color thing? well it's a lot to do with communication so there are different colors that have different meanings um, and th this is scientific. It's nothing, there's nothing woo-woo about it. It's to do with wavelengths and the way they hit our brain and the impact they have on us. And they, they can evoke um, behaviors and emotions. So they are very powerful. Um, and there's still loads of uh, research and science being going on about it because it's an evolving subject, but it's fascinating. So um, if there's something, so like, let's take your situation that you were talking about, you needed to sort of have that confidence inside you that motivation feel you know like you were the past and all the rest of it yes red is a great color for that it's very motivating it's very confidence building all of that sort of stuff but the 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 other side of it is that it's a very out there attention grabbing color that may not suit your personality it may not ever suit your personality but it may not have suited you right then if you were feeling a little bit you know if we're if we're feeling a little bit low and um lacking in self-confidence then it can actually be really uncomfortable to wear something that's a bit out there like like red or yellow or something like that but the way you there's there's subtle ways you can still have the impact of red but wear more comfortable colors so even wearing red underwear for instance that will have the same effect on you don't know how that works Yay! but it's very Yay! clever so Yay! it doesn't have to be visible or it could be 
that you had a, um, a navy dress, for instance, you know, much more subtle, much more comfortable and a red bag or I wouldn't say red shoes. That doesn't quite work. But, um, you know, just something or some red in your scarf, you know, just something small would have the same impact. But you could then still do the more subtle, neutral colours that make you feel more comfortable. So there's loads of ways of doing it. It depends oh, I... on the situation and the person and, you know, what you want to achieve. Um, yeah. I love the fact that we've managed to do a podcast episode and mention red underwear. I thought that to me is just dynamite. Um, just very quickly, because it came up into my head as you were talking earlier on. Um, for some reason, Theresa May came into my head. Right. And without getting into too much detail, just focusing on those huge, big necklace things. Yeah. I think you mentioned wooden jewellery. That was where, yeah. Um, those necklace things. Now, somebody... I assume she must have had a stylist working with her. She so, might have done. She has a very distinctive style, doesn't but, she? But to me, they, you see, this is another thing that clothes can do and accessories in particular. To me, they got bigger and bigger the more sort of um, downtrodden she became with those oh, really? clothes. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, but in the end, they looked like, they looked uncomfortable. They looked sort of almost like um, a, a set of weights pulling a down. So right. that kind of association that you can make with jewellery yeah. is that it might be your thing and your star, but but be I guess there's a word of caution that you that you don't take it too far and then it becomes like it it's almost a metaphor for something. Yeah. You know? Yes. I think for me with Theresa May, um, she's a politician, you know, it's quite a strict dress code. There's a, there's a bit of a uniform. There's not that much scope for bringing in your personality. So her kitten heels in leopard print, for instance, and her, her jewelry, for me, that was her way of expressing uh, not only who she was as a person, but also that she was a woman. And, you know, she was a woman in a man's world. So she was very definitely letting people know that she was a woman being a woman, not a woman trying to be a man. You, yeah. that, let's just leave the listens with that, Tracy, because that <laughs> is, is absolutely beautiful. We could, we could dissect that a thousand times because, in fact, I was very tempted then to start talking about gender um, and the different responses and yeah. does it matter? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Ah, ooh, ah, don't be, yes. yeah, don't hide the fact that you're a woman. I love, I love that yeah. because there was a period, certainly in the 80s, I remember, where we were all ruddy well walking around in, in more or less suits, um, yes. you know, to, to yeah. be as male as possible. Um, to be able to keep compete yeah. and keep up with them. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, we've, I wouldn't say we've got there completely, but we're, we're in a much better space now, aren't we? Mm. That women are accepted on an equal level mm. most of the time. I know that there's, there's issues around that. I'm very well aware of and, and pay gaps and all the rest of it. But, mm. you know, on the whole, we are now allowed to be women and don't mm. have to pretend that we'll try to be men to, to fit in and to, to be able to uh, operate on the same level, which is a good thing. Oh, God, this do you know, this is it, listeners. This is it. I had resisted um, inviting uh, Tracy on, not because she isn't a lovely person, but because I thought, can I really talk about this topic? Um, and what happened was that the more I got to know Tracy through LinkedIn, and the more layers I saw in what she did, and sort of more I got to know her, I thought, of course you can talk about this topic. This is blinking fascinating, but I didn't know it would be as fascinating as this. So, oh, that's good. To, thank you. So to to wrap up, I mean, it's, we could go meta, meta, meta. On yeah. Tracy, yeah. And I'm sure you you know that because it's your thing. Yeah. You're passionate about it. Um, so to wrap up, um, using a clothing kind of terminology there. To yes. Wrap up, yes. You uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it? <laughs> where do you like people to really um, go to in terms of getting to know more about you? Your website or LinkedIn as a first? Um, probably get to know me more on LinkedIn because I'm very active on LinkedIn and uh, posting most days about style and also about myself. Um, I I'm just uh, literally about to launch a new website so I'll be very happy for people to go there um, and also I do have a little free gift for people if they would like it um, I have put together a little pdf guide on color psychology just very very simple the different colors the main colors and what they mean so if you if you know particularly in a business context although it works elsewhere as well 
um, if you you know would like to help with your message through wearing colors that help that then that would be very helpful for you so I can put a link for that in the show notes or something yes please yeah that'd, that'd be, be easier. great yeah. send, me, send me that link and I'll make sure that's in the show notes that's absolutely fabulous thank you very very much um, I will be looking at it myself um, Fortunately, I like orange, which actually is my brand colour, but of course, yeah. I it's my brand colour because I like orange. So there's yes. not really much of a coincidence going on there. So yeah, <laughs> um, if you're going to look at something constantly, um, yes. you might as well enjoy looking at it. Um, but yeah, I, I, no, I'm, I'm now completely, uh, I'm completely into this now. This is brilliant. Um, the only problem is I don't think there, I don't have any shops that I like anymore. Um, so right. Um, so that's the next step forward. Um, maybe I get a sewing machine. I have actually been talking about this with my husband. <laughs> we've got this strange period of life where we come up with these odd ideas where we think, oh, this is what I might learn to do. I might get a sewing machine. And then my idea was that I'd um, go into charity shops, find really classy things. Yes. Not so many of those around as there were, unfortunately, in charity no. shops. Um, and uh, pull them apart and recreate yeah, them. Yeah, redo them. Yeah, that's a great idea. And very sustainable fashion, which is great. <laughs> Wish me luck with that, Tracy, because yeah, I will. it might only remain an idea. <laughs> oh, let me know if you need any help. I'm more than happy to give you some sewing <laughs> Thank tips. You. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tracy. I will put those links. Um, go, go discover Tracy. Go and find her on LinkedIn. Connect Tracy. Who, but there's nothing complicated about that, is there? Tracy with no E, T-R-A-C-Y. Yes. Um, and her website and all the links will be on the show notes and i have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation thank you thank you you. me too it's been great really great thank you very much for inviting me i really really appreciate it take action try this one well i think we all might have got a bit lazy over these lockdown days (laughs) so uh without in any way betraying your personality quite the opposite maybe it's time to have a little sift through your wardrobe this is the chaps as well as the girls and think do you know what that's not me anymore is it or hang on i'm missing something in some color that would make me feel happier okay and consider pink, guys, because it's it's good. A lot of fascinating stuff. You might need some show notes. So head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Let the beat rip.